Welcome to the woods library, Mia, my queen. I love how into this you are, Lyle. I didn't have a lot of access to libraries growing up. You didn't go to a lot of libraries? Where did your mother first read you, Heather has two mummies? At my house, it was more like Mia's mommy and daddy have two jobs each. We didn't have a lot of money. Three jobs, if you count the most important work. Raising a family. <sighs> totally. Anyway, when I found Shakespeare, it, like, opened up this whole new world. I wish my father wasn't so invested in me pursuing STEM. Shh, shh. Let's not think of that now. What's your favorite Shakespeare's? Othello? The Tempest? Ten Things I Hate About You. Is that one of the contested works? Who would have thought when you came to see that superhero movie at the theater where I was working that you were so deep? I'm so glad I came back to explain that I was just there to watch it and do the Bechdel test. <laughs> Oh, I knew you were watching it because you love explosions. <laughs> and the Bechdel test. Mm. 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 <sighs> I just know when my father sees how well we do on our presentation, he'll be as impressed with you as I am. Is that why you wanted to switch partners and work with me? Sure, let's go with that. <laughs> and then maybe Helen and Dimitri will get back together. They certainly seem suited for each other. Oh, Mia, you're so caring towards others. You kissed by the book. Lady, shall I lie in your lap? Oh, Lyle. Oh, Mia. Oh, no! <laughs> what happened? Looks like we accidentally knocked over a bunch of books with our passion. With our... our dur. Oh, yes! Mm. Keep talking like that. Oh. oh, speak again, bright angel. Oh, then, dear saint, let lips do what hands do. <sighs> Saints do not move, though grant for prayer's sake. Then move not, while my prayer's effect I take. Thus, from my lips, by yours, my sin is purged. Mm. Do you bite your thumb at me, sir? What? Uh, sorry. Wrong part. But it was still about hands. <laughs> Dimitri, you should really leave the acting to the professionals. <clears throat> sorry. What do you two think you're doing? Uh, Dimitri, uh, you're so pale. Did you put on white makeup to try to look like Shakespeare's Virgin Queen again? I'm pale because I walked all the way here in the rain to find you, Mia. Because you're my partner. Oh. For class. For now. Why didn't you bring an umbrella? Because Helen was following me and I had to make a break for it. She is surprisingly fast for someone who spends all her time reading. It's those long legs of hers. I love your short legs, Mia. Really? Uh, I'd love them more. Where is Helen now? Uh, I don't know. I, I hid behind a copy machine until I lost her. Mia, what are you doing here anyway? Patrick said you and I were supposed to work together. Uh, did he? Seemed pretty loosey-goosey to me. You know he did. Mm. It's bad enough he took away my soliloquy. Never had one. But I'm not going to fail because you want to make the beast with two backs with this wannabe NPR host over here. Um... 
I resent that, but I, I do applaud your Othello reference. Thank you. Okay, fine. You're right. You caught us. I don't know what's come over me. It's just that Lyle brings out my bad side. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on, Dimitri. Why don't you just partner with Helen? You won't have to do anything. She's already done all the work. Exactly. She'll take over everything. Doing the talk is the only audience I will have all semester. I, for one, did not come here to be number two on the call sheet. What happened with you and Helen, anyway? You seem pretty happy together to me. <laughs> we were, but she was haughty, obsessive, and oftentimes controlling. All the things I love in a partner. So? Well, when my theater troupe decided that they would stop inviting me out because she was, quote, too intense. The same theater troupe that once did a shot-for-shot retelling of The Handmaid's Tale for Homecoming Week. Friendship is a constant in all things, save in the office and affairs of love. Are you sure Helen is the reason they didn't invite you out? <laughs> We're not all lucky enough to have the perfect girl. Like Nia. Thank you. Call it, or the troop won't be the only ones who won't hang out with you. Hey! I just found a bunch of books on Midsummer Night's Dream in this pile that fell. Someone took notes in this one. Could be helpful. <laughs> I genuinely don't know what you even see in that guy, Nia. No offense, Lyle. Offense taken, but I'm not going to ask you to do my emotional labor. As the iconic Vanilla Ice once poetically said, it's time to drop that zero and get with a hero. Uh, wrong play. Hero is in much ado about nothing. Goodness, what did you all do before you met me? Helen? Helen! Helen. Lord, what fools these mortals be. Uh, see, I told you she was going to take the spotlight. Helen, you're looking dry. Did it stop raining out? No, I picked up Dimitri's umbrella after they dropped it. I kept calling your name, you silly. But I guess you didn't hear me? You run really fast. Not fast enough. What? Uh, nothing. Good thing I had it, because I kept Professor Oberman's book dry. Anyhow, now that we're all here, we might as well break out into our pairs and get to work. I love it. Great. No way. The pairs that Patrick assigned us. Lyle with me and Dimitri with Mia. No way. Great. Love it. This is ridiculous. Frankly, I'm the smartest one here. Why does no one want to be with me? Maybe because you say things like, I'm the smartest one here. I mean... I know Mia is beautiful and enthusiastic and... And she can wear the hell out of a bodkin. Oh, that's actually a sewing implement, but I appreciate the thought, Dimitri. <laughs> See? This is exactly what I'm talking about. One minute, Dimitri and I are canoodling in the stocks at the Renaissance Fair, and the next thing I know, you've dropped me like a hot potato. Everyone only has eyes for Mia. What happened? Well, for starters, you live-streamed yourself reading sonnets. To you for our one-month anniversary. <laughs> but you were really poorly lit. The theater reviewer in the campus newspaper said your performance was... Meh. It wasn't a performance. The theater reviewer is your roommate. Why didn't you tell me he was there? You humiliated me in front of my peers. Dimitri... I saw your one-person rendition of Cats. 
I'm pretty sure you did that all by yourself. Uh, it's not my fault. The costumes got fleas. What's done is done. The clothes make the man, Dimitri. Or in your case... Synthetic fabrics. Hmm. Look, I know I can come across as a little... Clingy. My saran wrap gives me more space than you do, Helen. You shouldn't use single-use plastics, Dimitri. But I won't this time. I promise. Let me show you. Let's work together, Dimitri. I'll let you lead the entire project. You can even pick the subject. Uh, fine. All right. Uh, oh, well, I had an idea about us wearing, like, uh, floral wreaths and, like, in that Swedish movie, Midsummer. So. It's like a Shakespeare horror mashup. Absolutely not. Oh, okay, forget it. I can't work like this. Okay, that's it. I'm writing Patrick a hotly worded email. What women of her kind have been doing for generations. Asking to speak to the manager. No, too fat. No, too bald. No, too fat and bald. Uh, why can't anyone be as great as my Clarence? You were so fat and bald. Oh, why is this record button on? Oh, <laughs> hi, didn't see you there. Welcome back, listeners. How are you enjoying yourselves? Just wait and see what I have in store for you. Oh, maybe those are some new dates. I hope it's not another stage boudoir photo in an actual ivory tower. It's been done, fellas. Boo, it's a message from Helen, and Lyle, and Mia. Dear T.A. Patrick, well, that's a little reductive. I regret, regret to inform, inform you that, that I will be doing my literary fair project fair on my own because Lyle is refusing to work with me. He is not of my caliber anyhow. I'm beginning to see why he doesn't want to work with Helen. Next. Oh, good. Lyle has thoughts. My, my fellow, fellow person, person Patrick. Patrick. Oh, Jesus. This feels more like a manipulation of the markets to not have my life partner as my work partner. Uh, okay. TLDR, too long, didn't read. Okay, Mia, a voice memo, keeping it classy. Patrick, uh, apologies for this late message. See, that's how you leave a message for a person who is a bicathlonist, a bird breeder, and also a teaching assistant. I'm giving her extra credit. We're here in the stacks, but we're having some trouble with our assignment. I'm sure you put us in these groups for a very specific reason. Like Hamlet says, though this be madness, yet there is method. Right? Exactly. Now, if you'll just read that book I left you... Mia, my sweet, I just borrowed this. Patrick, this blows! Well, Lyle blows. Mia is fantastic. Dimitri, give me my phone back. Helen, wait! Well, Helen... She climbing the stacks now. There's a book up here with some killer insight on whether Shakespeare really needed all that mechanicals to perform Pyramus and Thisbe. Yes, it's up the ladder and then down a catwalk through some air ducts, but that's how it has to be stored. Ah, wrong book. Uh, if you don't do something, Patrick, our bill talk is going to be from a witness box. Helen, be careful. God, have none of them heard of Chekhov's gun? Of course not. They're Shakespeare scholars. I left Professor Oberman's book for them to find. Why are they yet to cause the mayhem I so desperately crave? I can't believe I'm asking this, but how do we get these nerds to read the book? Well, you know what they say. If you need something done right, get a dashingly handsome and woefully underappreciated Shakespeare TA and trickster archetype to do it himself. It's off to the woods library for me. 
I'm sure Patrick will respond with us all very soon. A man be of actual help. Doubtful? Uh, do you ever get off that high horse? I would never ride an animal without consent. Hello, listeners. It's time to kick this party up a notch. Now, where's that book? Yes, listener. That question was rhetorical. I know it's in Helen's bag. She took it out earlier in this episode. Jesus, you're almost as daft as Professor Oberman. Okay, back to the fun. Let's sneak in and put our favorite book in front of our favorite target. It's amazing that they let us in the stacks after hours. Yeah, it really pays to be a grad student. I've had a night pass since my freshman year. Yes, I remember. You tried to lock me in your study cage once. That's what you two are calling it. Almost there. Almost there. And... Ah! Helen, are you okay? I thought something touched my bag. I'm scared there are ghosts in here trying to touch us and judge us. Women are often more attuned to the supernatural. Oh, really, are they? Just because I'm more spiritually evolved than you. No one cares if I'm spiritually evolved. That's it! I can't stand listening to you all anymore. I'm going to be by myself for a while. Where's that book, Helen? Professor Oberman's book? I'm not giving it to you. No way. It's not yours. It's all of ours. Technically, it's Professor Oberman's. Or Patrick's. Fine. Forget it. I don't even care anymore. Why do you have to make everything so difficult? I'm going after her. Oh, I would not advise that. Last time I saw her this mad was when she accidentally drew Rosencrantz in her graphic novel when she meant to draw Guildenstern. Oh, it was ugly. Don't care. Mia! Mia, Perfect. Wait, wait, hold up. Now it's just Helen, Lyle, and the book. All she has to do is go into her backpack, and she won't be able to resist. Well, now that it's just you and me, should we read Professor Oberman's book? <gasps> you never give up. Whatever you need to do. Okay. I guess it won't hurt if I read just a little bit. Hmm. Love looks not with the eyes, but with the mind. Hmm. That's true. And therefore is winged Cupid painted blind. Keep going. Nor hath love's mind of any judgment taste. Yes. Wings and no yes. eyes figure no unheeding haste. Yes! Wow. It really is so beautiful. Just like you. Wait, 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 what? 